if you are not already in a full-fledged recruiting and promoting your program phase, you probably will soon be. And are you stuck with a boring title of your class or course description? We're going to talk about some workarounds that will help you recruit and advertise and promote your program, even when you have those lovely course titles and descriptions that someone else decided to make. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. My first year of teaching, I taught a technical drafting class. Okay, let's think. As a 16, 17, 18-year-old student, what in the world was I even teaching? Like, they had no idea. I'm, I'm not even sure, like, how I even had students sign up for it. I feel like it was probably because their parents were telling them, oh, that might be a class that you would like. Now, the state had later changed it to technical drawing, still not like a whole ton better. And kids had no idea what my class was about. Now you might have a class that is similar where someone at the state or even at your district has decided on a course description or a title. And I want to let you know that while you might need to keep that for transcripts and higher education purposes, I would suggest that you spice some things up when you are trying to recruit for your classes. So the first thing that I'm going to suggest to you is to check and see what and if you can make changes to your course descriptions. And I'm talking about like the actual ones that would get on your website or if you've got any sort of like printed books, like the the official ones. Now you may or may not be able to do that. I know in our district, they wanna make sure that each school is the same across the district. And so they want to make sure that the course descriptions are the same. Although I have a feeling that if there was some way where we could come up with a committee to change that course description, they might do it. I guess it just probably depends on how much time and effort it would take to change that. I'm also not sure if like our local universities in colleges and trade schools, if they are looking for a specific description because it does help when a student is trying to get out of a class later on and they're saying that, hey, I already took that class. Um, The course description really helps. But if you read your course descriptions, more likely than not, they are written in EduSpeak because they are probably trying to communicate to that higher ed. So check to see if you can make changes to those because that would be possibly a worthwhile thing for you to do. Maybe it doesn't even matter. But I did see recently where someone had suggested that you make those course descriptions similar to a job application or a job posting where you're specifically listing the skills that a student will come away from with your course. So if you can do that, 
that's great. But I'm also going to give you some other insights and tips that could help you with recruiting. So the next tip is going to translate your course description into student-friendly language. So we're going to go back to the drafting descriptions and because I've got some examples there. But when students would come into me and they were like, which class should I take? I'm not really sure what either of those things are. And I was teaching architectural drafting and I was teaching mechanical or technical drafting. And I would tell them, if you want to take and build houses or design houses, you would take the architecture class. And then if you wanted to design things, and I would, this leads us into our next one, but I would tell them, if you want to make something that you could actually like invent or 3D print, you're going to take this technical drafting class. And so that really made it easier for students to see and kind of like understand what I was teaching. Now, I also would suggest too that when you're thinking about your class, how would you describe it to a five-year-old? What are you doing in that class? So for example, at the end of this class, we are going to make a nightstand. Like it could be as simple as that. And so the students know that that's what their end goal is. Now I could say something about 3D printing. We're going to 3D print. It doesn't have to be like your entire, like this is at the end of your class, this is what you'll be able to do. But it could be something that at least gets them excited. So we're going to be learning all the skills so that you could build a drift trike. And you do possibly do that in your class. Now it could also be that we're looking for some sort of something that they are really excited about and they're really into right now. So if I were doing an animation class, maybe you would have some sort of description that talks about how they would be able to design and plan their own worlds because you're designing those in some sort of graphic animation class. You could also, if you're teaching photography, you could really hit up on social media and you could have some sort of tagline where that students can take the best selfies and photos possible using their cell phone. And may that they might not be the entire thing that you learn in your class because you're probably going to still have them use cameras. I don't know, maybe you won't. But that could be part of it. So you are saying, hey, you're going to be able to go outside and set up your camera and take a fabulous photo as one of those things that you're going to get out from this class. Now, meanwhile, we're going to be talking about Aperture and a bunch of other different things. But if you list all of that, they have no idea what's going on. So really focus on that student-centered language and like what they are into. Is there something, somehow you can get them excited about accounting with something that they could be interested in? And I don't know a whole ton in that realm, so I'm not going to give the examples, but there could be some things that maybe you're looking into crypto or Bitcoin or whatever, and somehow relating that back. The other thing is that you could also look at it kind of like as the adulting 101. And we've mentioned that before where, okay, we already have a class like that. So we teach an adult roles class. Well, maybe you can call it adulting 101 and you can have bullets of the things that they would learn in there to really simplify it. And you are looking at, so student friendly language also means it's something that is going to appeal to them. 
Okay, and the last suggestion is going to be to show what your course is about instead of just relying on your course description. So if you are having fairs that kids are being able to actually do some of that, if you can have videos and pictures and just ways to show them this is what happens at the end of this course, if you are able to display things in your hallways. One of my favorite things to do is when I was obviously teaching drafting. But when I was teaching, I had a large format printer in my classroom. And you might have access to it. Even if you don't at the school, you can always go and print something out at an office store. But one of the things that we like to do is design like a 24 by 36 poster that would actually highlight what a student's project was. And then you can actually get those printed off and you could mount them on foam core if you want or have them mounted for you. And then you could hang those out in the hallways so that students get an idea of what your students are actually doing in your classes. So as a quick rundown, you might have a boring course name and description, but you can change that, especially if you just need to do it to create some sort of marketing or tagline to get students excited about registering or requesting your class. So first off, you can see if you can get it actually changed where at whatever level you need to get it changed, whether it's the school or the district or the state, and that would be for long term. But if you don't get it changed at the at those levels, you can still tap into changing it just temporarily so that you can advertise and market. So the main one that we hit on quite a bit was translate your course description into student friendly language. What are they into right now? And how can you describe your class to a five-year-old? What is it going to take to have students really get an idea of what you're doing in there? And Remember, word of mouth is going to be your best advertising and marketing. So if you start talking about your class using these phrases, using the student-friendly language, and telling your students to, hey, if you have a friend who's asking about it, this is what we do. And just kind of remind them, this is what we make in here. This is what we... And you can also actually listen to what they are saying. So maybe you ask the students, hey, how would you describe this class to your friends? Really tap into that and then use that in your marketing as you are talking to incoming students, your incoming eighth graders or ninth graders. How are you going to describe your program? And then finally, show what your course is about instead of just relying on those course descriptions. We're not seeing that a lot of students even care about the course descriptions. Most of the schools, at least around here, they're all registering online. They're all requesting their courses. I don't even know how much parents are involved anymore where about 10 years, I think they did. I think the kids would take home the registration or request cards. Parents would help them fill it out. Now the students, they're going in their English language arts class and they're signing up at the school. Who knows what input they really care is if they have friends in that class. So you have the power to still be awesome and recruit for your classes, even though they might sound boring to students. Find a way to get them excited, and hopefully that will help increase your enrollment. If you are wanting to use social media to really push your recruitment and advertise on your website or somewhere online, 
If you need some help writing and figuring out what to write as far as captions go, make sure to grab my free captions at kristenmasick.com forward slash captions, and it will break things down and actually give you like a fill in the blank. There's a behind the scenes that you are starting a new class and let's check it out. And this is what it's going to be a really great way of introducing students to things that they could request for the following year year. Um, If you haven't connected with me already on Instagram, that is where I hang out the most. And I will talk to you next time.